everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. John Bozica, 1480 WHBC. Interested to talk to this next guest, and that is Mark Fetchheimer from Green Compassion Network right here in Stark County. We're going to talk about the stigma that exists around marijuana, the continued stigma that exists around it, and why there is so much pushback continually now to try to legalize it at a federal level. Go to the phone line, bring in Mark to the program now. Mark, how are you this morning, sir? Good, John. How are you? Good. Doing well. Thanks for joining the show. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So I know we've talked about this before. We've we've kind of had this discussion behind closed doors. We've... Um, maybe even had this discussion a little bit on air, but when it comes to that stigma that exists around marijuana, why do we continue to see that, Mark? I don't know that there's a good, easy answer for that, other than, I mean, we're we're dealing with decades, if not near a century, of, of negative press against it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that it's for everybody and it should be legal and, you know, available to, to pick up at your local quickie mart or anything. But um, I think it for sure has its place in the healthcare field, and I think that by um, you know looking at the example of how well it's helped people, as states have made it legal, hopefully federally we'll get that decision shortly. Do you think that would make sense for America with where we're at right now? Not just from a standpoint of of whether or not it helps people, but also from a national trend. Do you think that's where we should be headed right now? Um, you know, I don't think I'm qualified to speak for the country. I think there's people that are better, better skilled at that. But um, as far as uh, advocating for cannabis use, I do think that um, we probably need to see at a bare minimum federal decriminalization as soon as possible. Um, I think that's a, a big, big first step and a very easy one to make. Um, I think that um, there probably needs to be some sort of federal medical decision made just because um, of how confusing it is from state to state. Every, every state has their own rules and laws because of the way the system has evolved. And just as an example, um, just because you qualify in California for medicinal doesn't mean that you might in Ohio or Michigan or any other state and then to make things even more confusing, um, if you do qualify and you would move, let's say, from you know, one state to another, that doesn't even mean that you'd have access to the same products that you would have had in the previous state you lived in because every state has their own limits and regulations on the type of products that, that can be sold. It's Mark Fetchheimer, who is my guest from Green Compassion Network here in Star County, Mark, when it comes to um, the advantages to having medical cannabis, even just recreational cannabis, what would you say some of those benefits are for people that might be doing other things right now to relieve pain or do some of those things? What are some of the benefits? 
Well, I think we all know the the unfortunately we all know I should say the the story of people that have um, become addicted to uh, opiates or benzodiazepines, um, cannabis and and hemp both um, are able to do a lot of the same things that those drugs do, and they're obviously not as addictive. Um, and I think history will prove out that, uh, you know, medicinally it's a better choice. It's a, a more natural decision. Um, I don't know if that directly answers your question or not, but, um, yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it does. And, and I guess the thing is that I was wondering is what makes it a better choice to use it? What makes it better than using a, a, an opioid or a, or a benzodiazepine, as you said, what makes it better? I, I don't think that there's a good quick answer for that. Um, I think that cannabis is not necessarily for everybody, but for people that do struggle um, with medication in general, um, because there are a lot of people that don't treat their conditions just because they don't like taking pills. Um, they feel that since it's a more natural approach, they actually comply with, you know what I mean, their, their regimen and help treat themselves. Um, I don't, I, I don't have a, a, I don't think anybody has a, an answer that's just going to say this is why it's better. I just think that it's a, a, a more holistic and natural, natural option that, that opens up a more varied treatment for people that, are, that struggle with addiction or struggle with um, remaining compliant with their doctor's wishes. Yeah, and I mean, and, and I know that maybe that sounds like obvious that that's the answer, but I think that that's that's part of the reason why we have the the stigma that exists around the thing too is because the thought for a lot of people you say marijuana you say cannabis the first thing that comes to their mind is the old movie reefer madness or you know yep. something like that and it's like I, I think that the only way we're going to get rid of that is if we if we just start honestly saying that you know that it's that it's good that it has it has redeeming qualities to it you know it it does and i think that um not to sort of change the track of your conversation, but I want to steer it towards something I heard you talking about earlier, um, you know, with, with the, the whole thing with uh, Shikari Richardson. Mm -hmm. um, I actually think this is a good way to discuss kind of what you're getting to, is that, um, you know, if we look at sports in general, let's just say, um, the, you know, the NBA has, has made decisions not to randomly drug test their their players, um, Major League Baseball in 2019 said that they were going to, you know, remove cannabis from the list of banned substances. Uh, the NFL no longer has, uh, they, you know, they changed their testing policy um, demonstrably over the last year to uh, because of the collective bargaining agreement. Um, and people are seeing that there are health benefits to it. And this may be a roundabout way to answer your question, but I think exposure is what we need. Um, Unfortunately for um, Shikari, this is a rallying point for people that understand that um, she wasn't trying to become a better athlete. She was actually trying to deal with the death of her mother um, and openly said it was a, a moment of weakness. I was under tremendous stress. I made a mistake. Um, and it's unfortunate that, you know, WADA still considers it uh, a banned substance, but hopefully these kind of eyeballs on it will, will change that in the future, which, and I guess this is the answer to your original question, is how we, we show people that it, it does help and it is a benefit and it's not the devil's lettuce and it's not going to ruin your life. 
Well, and, and, and the thing that I've said the past couple of days is Mark Fetchheimer is my guest from Green Compassion Network. We're talking about marijuana, the continued fight of trying to legalize it, trying to make it available to people. You know, the thing I've said over the course of the week, Mark, is that I, I don't have a problem if certain states want to have certain opinions on it, but the lack of consistency is what mm-hmm. gets me. The fact that you could go to Colorado basically do whatever you want to and then come here and try to do the same thing and you might face, you know, jail time. And, and to me that that's where the discussion needs to change because you can't to me you can't have that. To me that creates an unfair system that is basically rigged against the people, you know. And I and I think you make a very important point, but I think this is literally this is in actuality how we fix the problem or come up with that answer is um, we need to we need to federally decriminalize that that is the the big first step um, and then I don't know how this is going to work because the the way the federal government has handled um, medical cannabis so far but um, we need to come up with something that all 50 states can agree with if we're going to have consistent laws you know nationally um, believe it or not I'm actually not a huge proponent for um, every state just getting recreational turned on overnight. I think that possibly could be a state-by-state decision. Um, but I think for sure, as soon as possible, we need to do something um, for, for medical patients nationally. Because like you say, if, what, if, what if cannabis is the, the one thing that is keeping me from having my seizures? What if it is the thing that um, reigns in my PTSD or my pain and... I have no choice because of you know decisions in my life or um, that I move to a state where it's no longer available to me. You know what if what if I'm a patient that has kicked the addiction of heroin and methadone and now use cannabis to to treat my pain and and not take opiates, yeah. but I no longer have access to cannabis. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? I th- I think these are the, the the things that are most frightening to me, but. Hopefully that that answered your question. That does. No, it does. Last thought I had for you, Mark. I I want to give people some some good places to go to read more about it. Could you give me some some like websites, some resources that people could use that are that are positive that could give people a a better view of it than maybe just watching the movie Reefer Madness? <laughs> yeah, please don't watch Reefer Madness. Whatever <laughs> you do. Um, well, actually, you know, watch it and understand. Um, how misunderstood and maybe even frightened people were at the time for not understanding it to come out with something like that when it is so far from the truth. But, um, no, I would recommend, I think the first place that people go is healer.com. Um, Dr. Dustin Sulak is a, a DO doctor out of Maine. Who's probably one of the most well-respected cannabis doctors in the country. Um, he teaches doctors to recommend, he teaches people to, to do what I do through some online courses. Um, but he has a ton of free information for patients or anybody that wants to visit his site. It's um, healer.com. I think that's the best place to start for just generic information about cannabis and hemp and how it's helpful. Um, if you want a deep dive, there's a fantastic website out there called Leafly, which probably has the most information online about cannabis and, and hemp, um, but possibly even a little bit more topical for you, there's a, a website out there for a, um, an organization called Athletes for Care, 
which is um, a bunch of athletes who are actually promoting the the health benefits of cannabis and hemp and CBD and and things like that. It's uh, a not-for-profit organization, um, and they have a ton of excellent, excellent information on their website as well. Mark Fetchheimer from uh, Green Compassion Network. Mark, I appreciate the time and really enjoy always having this discussion with you and, and look forward to having you on again in the future, sir. Absolutely, John. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much.